welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a garbage show from our youth and see how it holds up. I am Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation, episode 14. Truth or Consequence. Uh, and it's... I'll be honest, I was kind of in and out as we watched this. So it made Sky fall asleep. So... <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what this is about. Uh, it made you fall asleep because every scene is so long and so repetitive and nothing happened. Yet again, I feel like we're just saying the same thing every episode. And uh, nothing really happened in this episode. It's not our fault. But even the things that did happen in this episode happened for so long. <laughs> Though we do get the return of the sewer hour, which was kind of yeah. nice. I don't know about nice, but surprising. I mean, nice in that they remembered a thing they did and then did it again. That's true. Someone must have just been in charge of two episodes. <laughs> that was only, there's only one episode between those, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so do you want to just uh, jump into this? I guess so. Nothing uh, super exciting um, sticks out to me. To... I do have yeah. a question. Are we the um, number one Ninja Turtles, the next mutation podcast that exists? I don't know if there's another one, so I'm going to go ahead and say yes. By uh, default, we are. Seems like a thing you would know. It's just a thing I was thinking about earlier right. today. <laughs> uh, I never sought out any Next Mutation stuff. Why? So, no reason. You didn't seek any out. You are just like, maybe I'll just make Jake suffer through this. Yeah. Anyway, it's New York City. Yeah, there's a couple of establishing shots. Uh, Michelangelo's driving around in the Hummer doing his pirate radio. We see that weird police department with the neon flashing signs. With the Batman and Robin above it. <clears throat> As he's driving about yelling into a microphone, he hasn't taken any callers, but Wick is listening to his show in the Dragon Church. He's yelling uh, slogans and stuff. And the theme of today's sewer radio hour seems to be Damn the Man. <laughs> Which, I don't understand why Michelangelo has a problem with the man. He just read V for Vendetta and is very anti-establishment. I don't think Michelangelo can read, <laughs> but... Donatello read him V for Vendetta. I think this is just a... All of this is... This episode is like a looking to the future, and uh, it's it's saying, hey, um, you know, watch the man or the government or your president, Donald Trump, Sky, and, <laughs> uh, and not to trust the media because it's fake or whatever there's a lot of media talk in this and the power of media yeah it's real it's real appropriate for today's society so it's a real think piece is what you're it's saying a, it is a real think piece it was so thought-provoking that it made you fall asleep yeah like three times <laughs> and you didn't miss a, sh a single thing no that's fine but dragon lord doesn't seem to know what a radio is it me falling asleep didn't speed up the episode if it makes you feel any better uh, it's felt just as long watching it didn't either that's the problem with this show is that like scenes are so long you have no concept of where you're at <laughs> in the show. It just feels like you could be at the beginning or at the end at any given point. Yeah, but um, Wick runs through all of the catchphrases he learned off of the sewer hour and Dragon Lord doesn't like it. And to be fair, I also hate it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Apparently, this inspires in Wick the idea to pretend it, or I don't know. He, he I don't think he has the idea yet. Right now, he's just listening to it. Well, he says something about conquering majesty. Well, yeah, that he's he's getting the idea uh, from Leon or from Michelangelo that uh, damn the man, right? Don't let someone tell you what to do. 
But then when we come back after the uh, the exceptionally loud opening credits. For some reason, the audio was much louder this it's time. It's so loud. Um, I think it goes back to Wick. And then he realizes it's Michelangelo. He recognizes the voice, mm. I'm pretty sure. Although we don't get there yet. First no. it goes to Raphael. We get a shot of the Daily flirting. Bugle. And uh, we get a different establishing shot of a sewer. And uh, Venus and Raph are sparring. Venus has the deadliest weapon of all, her cape. And Raphael, of course, has his sigh. Guess who wins this little... Uh... I thought she just had a blanket because she was cold. Because she's a girl. <laughs> and she's cold-blooded. Well, there's that. Raph pulls a sigh on her. And he just uh, loses to a to, to a, a cape. cape. And to she a just She just throws it on the ground after she's done. And then she says, maybe you should learn the art of cape fighting. Because <laughs> that's a thing. It is, I guess. What did you just see? Wasn't there a like a Fox show for a minute that was about like a guy what had a magic cape? No, that was NBC. Was it? it was entitled The Cape. Yeah. Uh, also, um, little tidbit: in the original draft of Michael Bay Ninja Turtles, Shredder was supposed to have a razor-edged cape. That's pretty neat. And uh, in King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, one of the bad guy knights had a cape with metal spikes on it that he would use for fighting. Uh, so it's it's not unheard of. You know who has the best cape? Landau Calrissian. <laughs> I don't recall him using it to fight. He doesn't, I... but it's got like crushed velvet like wallpaper lining in in it. That is that's pretty sexy. Yeah. But anywho, uh Raphael is upset because he can he decides that because <laughs> Venus is better than him at everything, she is fighting dirty. Um so she not Oh yeah. And he's but like, he jumps at her, and she just sidesteps him. So when he lands on the ground face first, he uh, yells at her for fighting dirty. And then she offers him a hand up, and then he just flips her over because he's a dick. And earlier, in at the very beginning, I forgot this, he says, uh, do your worst. And she's like, but I always try my best. And he's like, <laughs> worst means best. And then they just move on from that. The terrible way to descri- like explain that. Yeah, no she's wonder so she's having foreigner. She's having so hard a time learning the stupid language. And as we go on, I'm sympathizing with her more and more, and it's a weird feeling. <laughs> from there, from their little bout, we cut over to oh. the lair, and Donatello's working on some new doodad, and apparently he's devised a uh, polygraph that is. Well, um, it's not a polygraph. It's a turtlefied lie detector. <laughs> yeah, a polygraph. You were asleep. <laughs> While is that's fake science, it uh, actually does it like register some information. This one's completely audio. It's got two lights. One's red, one's green. Uh, if it lights up red, that's lie. It's got a huge word lie on it. And then the other side has truth written on it. Which Donatello explains all of this later. Yeah, even though it's pretty self-explanatory. But uh, Mr. Splinter's against this machine, saying that knowing that somebody lies without knowing why they're doing it is useless information. I don't, I don't really agree with that. That no, someone might lie to you just to protect your feelings or something. Yeah, but I don't see them using this device in that capacity. Well, they don't ever actually use the vi- device for anything real because they use it poorly later. That's fair. And then when in a second here. Uh, when they do use it on Leonardo, like all he says to him is lie into it. He doesn't like get him to lie. <laughs> he refuses. Right. Well, Donatello sits Leonardo down 
and he's like, I need, because he needs, he's a scientist, sort of. He needs a control. So he asks and Everyone Leonardo, else is off doing stuff. Yeah. He's like, what's your name? And he says, Leonardo. And the truth lights up. He's like, what's your weapon of choice? And then he says, <laughs> in the subtitles, it read it as container because <laughs> he says cantana instead of katana. <laughs> Which he has a cantana. Cant- container, right? Hmm? Maybe that's the name of the sword. It's the container sword. Oh, the, the weird split down the middle broadsword? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> uh, and then he says groovy because Austin Powers must have just come out. And he's like, um, no, there's a direct, uh, like, obviously this came out with Austin, at the same time as Austin Powers later when they sing uh, What the World Needs Now is Love. Oh. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that does happen, doesn't it? They say groovy and jive, and they say jive a shit ton in this episode, and then they sing that song, and that, whoever wrote this episode just saw Austin Powers. Donatello's just shoving this thing in his, the microphone in Leonardo's face, and yelling at him, lie! And Leonardo doesn't want to, and then he says he's never lied ever, and the, the lie light lights up. And then Splinter gets, like, a different voice. His like, voice completely changes. Like, it's a different actor, and then they're like, huh, you're busted. But, like, you didn't, you don't know what he lied about, if he even lied, if this thing works. It's really forced here. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I didn't think of any of that, because I was too busy worrying about how fucking Splinter's voice changed in, within the same scene. <laughs> Look, they told the, uh, the original guy that he could go home, and he did. And then, oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> There's six more lines for him to read. But, so, cut over to the Dragon Lord's Dragon Church, and he's just kind of wandering around between the rank, saying, hey... Everyone pledge your allegiance to me or die, I guess. He's real mad for some reason. He well, he says he's worried that they're going to listen to the radio and stop following him. They think that the sewer hour is going... He thinks that the sewer hour is going to talk them out of following him because that's Michelangelo's message for the night, is don't <laughs> uh, let someone boss you around. And then Michelangelo has never mentioned his name or whatever on the sewer hour program. Because Wick did not know that it was Michelangelo, but Dragonlord picks up on that voice. He absolutely right away. mentioned it on the last episode. Maybe, maybe Wick just hadn't been listening yet. He just that found the radio station. Otherwise, he would have showed up at that rave. Yeah, exactly. Which would have been sad for him because he doesn't have legs and he can't dance. He has legs; they just don't work. But uh, Dragonlord says that it's the turtle that always smells like marshmallows, sardines, and pepperoni, which is an okay joke. I don't remember laughing, but that's an okay joke given his diet. Wick then says all of the stupid catchphrases he's learned from the radio, including certified, certified, ninjalicious, and, you know, the others. I hate them so much. Your your energy level is just, you're just so done. <laughs> it has just killed your spirits. <laughs> I'm tired. And this show didn't help at all. Oh, and so then Michelangelo's like, hey, join the Sewer Hour fan club and flush a self-addressed, a self-addressed stamped envelope down the toilet. Then he makes a Beavis and Butthead reference. Yes, he does. And he, he giggles like Beavis and Butthead and says, he said toilet. Yeah. He, he makes that reference to his own joke. And Turtle, er, Turtle Lord, uh, Dragon Lord, is going on about how he just wants to eat those turtles. What is his goal other than eat the turtles? Is it world domination? Yes. Because he's become so obsessed with just eating these turtles that there are these long periods of time where he's not doing anything. He could be taking over the world. Like when the turtles are fighting Queez or bone steel, or silver, why isn't he, like, doing stuff? He just seems to be sitting at home, like, grumpily ruminating over the fact that he hasn't gotten to eat these turtles. Well, to be fair, he was trapped in that net for who knows how long. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Not as long as you're trapped in that mirror. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, this poor dude, he keeps getting trapped and stuff. Maybe he wouldn't get so trapped in nets if he didn't have so many points. It, wouldn't, <laughs> it would be easier to take a net off of him. Or if he would use his fire breath or whatever. Or his uh, red eyes that he has in a minute. Yeah, or just reach through time and strangle the turtles. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So we cut over to Michelangelo, and he's starting to take phone calls. Who would you know? It's it's Wick that calls in. He's the first caller. Michelangelo has no screening process. He doesn't have a producer like Roz. He just answers the phone. <laughs> I guess. Wick tells Michelangelo that, hey, some of the rank want to rebel against the Dragon Lord. But, like, the, we get a shot that showing that the, the dragons have stolen an entire telephone, like, a, an entire phone booth, and are just holding it there. There, what, there wasn't a single phone in the Dragon Church? Also, that's a joke that wouldn't work anymore. Children wouldn't know what that means. <laughs> and then, as as Wick goes into how much he does not like the Dragon Lord he, and starts insulting him randomly, the Dragon Lord is standing right there. So there is no like we know immediately that this is a false thing. There's no tension to are, are the dragons really rebelling? There no, are, they're not. There are no truths or consequences for us. Yeah, the shot where the the Hummer drives through the garbage. Do you think that garbage was there, or do you think they put it there? I think they put it there, because the rest of the street seems exceptionally clean. Mm. And also, newspaper is easy enough to pick up. Yeah, that's true. Or just leave. But he calls he calls him Weenie Lord. Wick calls Dragon Lord Weenie Lord. That's real funny. <laughs> it's probably the funniest part of the episode. And, well, Dragon Lord takes great offense to it. He either knows exactly what a wiener is, or doesn't, and is making up for it by being extra mad. He knows exactly what a wiener is. He was trapped Does in a mirror. He? All he could do was watch people from outside. Like people who are outside of mirrors. Well, it was just that one gentleman staring back at him. Is that it? Or could he look through any mirror? He could only I, get uh, out of that mirror. They didn't really tell us anything. No, and they will never do so. So we cut back to the lair. Uh, Donatello is working on his uh, metal staff. And then Splinter gives him guff because in his day, they fought with wooden staves. It's like, well, it's just, it's metal now. It just extends. It's not a big deal. Man. I can't believe this comes back to like into play later, though. It is surprising. Leonardo had fallen asleep next to uh, Venus while she was meditating, and fucking Raph is just a dick about it. Yep, he's like, all... how did? Although that's how you act anytime someone takes a nap. You're like, how was your nap, asshole? <laughs> You're just mad because everyone's so much better at napping than you. You can only nap during this show, <laughs> uh, or if I'm deathly ill. Yeah. I can nap at the drop of a goddamn hat. Can, will, have. By drop of a hat, do you mean you just pull it over your eyes and then you're out? I, that's an option. Okay. <laughs> like a like a Hispanic caricature. <laughs> uh, so Michelangelo comes home. Yeah, he's like, hey. And he's all like, hey, I have a fan. Yeah, there are people listening. It's like, dude, you, you spoke to like at least two people the last time we saw you. Um, and then you threw a very successful yeah, rave. Yeah, all of those people showed up to that GD rave. Why are you surprised that someone was listening? I, but and then Raph makes fun of his show saying it helps him sleep which confirmed I, I was watching a show and I fell asleep but, but yeah he's like the sewer hour has crossed over into a brand new market the dragons eating what is he eating it looks like just some sort of dagwood sure. and then it's we, a really tall sandwich uh but we do get a shot of Leonardo putting his arm around Venus and then she mm -hmm. kind of elbows him in the ribs yeah it's very awkward yeah Oh, Splinter's regular voice is back, and he's like, don't trust the dragons, dumbass. 
Remember how they want to murder and eat us? And also how they kept me prisoner for three days? No? Cool. Remember how they killed Venus's dad? This is also the first time they say jive. They say that uh, what Wick is saying is all jive. But don't worry, it's not the last time they say jive. <laughs> this is another one of those scenes that's just way too long. They're not like, uh, fucking dragons are liars. Well, Donatello is, has, has his device where he can settle this once and for all. So he takes the recording from the live broadcast that Michelangelo had, because apparently that's a thing that happens. No, there's an episode of Frasier where Frasier, we see that Frasier keeps a tape of every uh, show he's ever done. And uh, Daphne accidentally, I think it's Daphne, accidentally tapes over one of them and he like loses his shit. So what you're saying is the show is basically Frasier? Basically. Because Donatello is always putting on that therapist pantsuit. He's Niles. Indeed. That makes Venus Daphne. <laughs> Splinter she does Martin. Have eerie powers. Raphael the dog. <laughs> Michelangelo Frazier and Leonardo Roz. I've think, done it. I think you've applied. Was that two Rozes? No, no, you said Daphne. Daphne. I'm sorry. But Don't uh, question my Frazier now. Donatello runs the tape through his lie detector and it doesn't detect any lies. So immediately everybody. No, Sky, like, it doesn't de- detect any jive. <laughs> well, it says lies on it and the, that light doesn't light up. So everybody's sold on that. It's fine. Let's go make friends with the dragons or whatever. Venus says, eh, you know, if we have a truce, it'll make our pe- lives more peaceful, which is a good point. But also, why would you believe any of this? I mean, if you stopped going out of the sewer and picking fights, your life would be more peaceful, too. It's true. Just let the dragons do their thing. Let someone else deal with it. Let Silver do his own thing. Well, the Power Rangers are there. They'll eventually come down. Yeah. We know that this is the same universe now. Yep. And Batman. Batman's mentioned a lot. Well, he I don't know that he's real. I, whatever. Power Rangers are real. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> right. So in classic Ninja Turtles tradition, Michelangelo gets upset and leaves. Yeah. Nothing Once... good happens to a turtle when they're by themselves. I don't know why they would ever leave yeah. the group. Stop leaving in a huff, everyone. Just go to your room or whatever in Pine. Don't... don't... <laughs> right? Don't walk around the streets. Lo and behold... Michelangelo wanders into some warehouse. Uh, what sort of warehouse? I don't We're know. always trying to figure out what kind of warehouse they're in. This one seems to be some sort of depot for props for plays or something. Or for circuses. Or for circuses. The most expensive looking thing in the show is that giant clown face they're standing Yeah, there's a g- an enormous, terrifying clown face. But the- Wick is there wearing a t-shirt of some sort. I think it like- must have, like, Michelangelo's face on it or something. You can't tell. But no. it-, it must be, like, sewer hour, like fan wear or something it, i don't know because they all have signs that are like yay sewer hour and you get a chance to read them all because this scene is entirely too long as well <laughs> all of the rank costumes are in effect here oh yeah and we forgot to say the rank jump down i don't know they're just back and forth with wick saying trying to prove that he's a fan of the sewer hour. i don't even think he's trying to prove it i think he's just like hey i love you and michelangelo's like this is great this is a rush <laughs> Over and over again. Also, and then you get to watch that stupid idiot write with this big dumb hand. Yep, he's not looking at the paper, but also he's left-handed. That's good to know. I don't know. That's just not a thing I'd ex- I would have expected. But if you can't really write in those stupid turtle gloves anyway, so what yeah, does it matter? It, that was just the hand that uh, someone put that pen in. That pen that Til- Wick tells him to keep. Yeah. And then you were like, it's a trap. And then it was immediately a trap. Yeah. Like, I expected it to be a bomb or something, but nope, it releases purple gas into his face immediately. I thought it might be like a tracer so they could go and eat Yeah, I also thought that. But instead, nope. Why it not just... just hit him with a pipe? Why Why give him a gas pen? 
Because you had all those gas pens you ordered. <laughs> Gotta use them up. Otherwise, they'll be taken out of next year's budget. <laughs> I guess. So, in, also in true fashion, the other turtles are like, hey, he's been gone a while. Let's use the eye in the sky and find him. <laughs> the second someone's gone for more than 15 minutes, they look at that thing. Well, they're always right because someone's always getting getting jumped and drugged and brought to somewhere to be sliced into tiny That's turtle true. bits. I'm constantly checking Snapchat maps, maps because I think it's neat to know where people are. <laughs> uh, I think I turned that off. Well, you're not on my map, so... Yeah, that's probably why. Also, I don't use Snapchat that there's, much. I think you have that. to be using it. Yeah, if you're not active for a minute, you disappear off the map. You cease to be. Uh, it's how I babysat my 15-year-old brother from uh, my house <laughs> while my parents were out of town. He could have just left his phone and then walked away. Yeah, but he's 15, so he has to Snapchat constantly. Anyway. <laughs> but Donatello is like, oh no, it's my fault that he's hurt. And then he fucking busts the head thing up. He jives all over it. Yeah. Venus tries to reassure him it's not your fault, but it's kind of his fault. Because one... He gave him the technology to have the pirate broadcast and two told him that Wick was telling the truth with a dumbass lie detector. What it explain to me like what Splinter's hands are doing as he's talking. They like I, he's always like throwing them like forward quickly and stopping and pulling but he he talks really weird. I, I tend to watch their hands way too much. You know what you're about? I, dude, I have no idea. Like, like, watch him talk. His hands move so weird. Well, he's trying to emote through his stupid rat face. I guess so. He's not doing a good job because it's the same movement repeatedly. Yeah. Now he's not going to do it because I said something. Oh, here we go. Oh, see? Jive the dragons. Yeah, he's waving his hands around a little and then tells him to go jive the dragons. Which means fool them. I guess it's time to smell the shell. Shell quake total turtlefication. It's so many catchphrases all at one time. Like, we get the, the scene of them grabbing their weapons as they run by, and Michelangelo picked up his tonfa, and Donatello picked up his uh, bow as they went by. <laughs> uh, in the scene previous, Donatello already had it, and Michelangelo's not supposed to fucking be there. All they had to do was edit around that. Nope. It would be an easy enough cut right after Michelangelo, because Donatello's first, Michelangelo's second. But instead, they just left it. Ugh. Not really thinking that 10 years from then, two 30-year-old dudes will be watching this with a critical eye. We're 31. Whatever. For now. Uh, so they get in the car and they drive away because they know exactly where the dragon lair is. And They've been there so many times. They might as well just set up shop there for yeah. reals instead of our joke. Michelangelo's chained to a thing. I think it's a bathtub. It looked like a bathtub. It's a bathtub. It's a bathtub. And the 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 rank are sprinkling seasoning on him. They haven't just killed him yet. They're going to use him as bait. The turtles still think he's alive. You can just kill him, and then they'll still come. Yeah, and even if the other ones, you don't get the other ones, you still get to eat this one. Yeah, and then they'll be mad, so they're gonna come for you at some point. And instead of being ninjas and, like, sneaking in and pulling off a rescue, they just walk through the goddamn front door. They didn't kick the door in. They open it outward. <laughs> Politely. <laughs> yeah. Leonardo's got his sword drawn. He's like, hey, let's be friends. We're all reptiles. And then they just throw their weapons down. That's because of jive. <laughs> I'm not hip to the jive, so I don't know what the hell's happening. They're fooling him. That's what jive is. Yeah, but here they do the love, sweet love segment of the oh, show. Yeah. They just speak the words to what the world needs now is love, sweet love, which Bert Bacharach sings in Austin Powers. So I guess that's what their reference is, mm. even if it's unintentional. Yeah, and then 
Donatello has his 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 magic staff or not magic his his techno staff, and he tells Dragon Lord that if you press the button on there, it'll destroy everything in directly in front of it. Uh, and then Dragon Lord's like, "Hey, I'm gonna not lie to you. The reason I'm wearing my handcrafted, uh, beautiful bib is because I'm gonna eat you. That bib is so not handcrafted. No. It's plastic. You yeah. can see the shine." And then he presses the button, and then it electrocutes him, I guess. And then the fight's on. But there's plenty of time for them to stop and yell, yay. And it's green time. And then Witch starts gnawing on Michelangelo's ankle, and it's funny? I don't know. I I don't know. He's got ketchup also. I mean, he's got a ketchup bottle. We don't see any ketchup coming out of it. (laughs) It's true. You don't want to get food on those. (laughs) <laughs> on those turtle costumes, they'll malfunction and electrocute someone. Yeah, there's then a sag will be all over you. <laughs> there's at least another one other turtle costume. Yeah. Oh, maybe there is a little bit of ketchup. It's on his leg, or he's bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> puppeteers <laughs> got cut. <laughs> so the they fight. It's a really they, uninteresting fight. It's not even. They don't even use any chairs or, or weapons because they dropped them and then yeah. they were taken away. They just kind of kick around. Mm-hmm. Actually, a, a fight without weapons with just kicking around should be really interesting, but nah. it's not. Venus runs over and frees Michelangelo, and he's like, "I thought I was a star." And Venus says, uh, "You're a star to me. Can we just leave, please? <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore." Are you talking about you or Venus? I was being Venus in character, okay. but it was hard to tell. You're both exasperated. I don't know. I'm identifying with her more and more, and it's weird to me. I mentioned that earlier. Oh, there's more tongs in the butt. This one was like pinchy tongs, though, not like yeah. those, that clampy like the thing. grabber thing. This was like from a barbecue. Like they were going to barbecue <laughs> the turtles, I guess, so that yeah. makes sense. If you had just killed Michelangelo and you had the chance, you could have had some. I mean, there's a chance, I suppose, they would have dragged his court back and like given him like a viking funeral but maybe the the dragon lord doesn't partake in the fight at all he never does he did once and they didn't he win yeah a couple yeah the first three episodes or he showed up he took part in the fight and then never again even though the turtles could not knock him down yeah he he could kill them yes because he can reach through space and time and other powers that he doesn't have yet i guess I don't know, dude. So the turtles win, and then they just walk out the front door, and we... I don't know. It must be the next day, because Michelangelo is driving around. Time is so weird in this show. Who knows when it is? It could be that afternoon. I have no idea. But he's driving around doing another sewer hour. Leonardo has his feet up, listening to it, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I love this show. It's like, those are two different ideas, I feel. If you're saying blah, 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 that's disrespect, and you're just not listening... But then you love the show, so it, I, whatever. I don't, stop looking for logic in this thing. That's your pro. That's your fault. It is my fault. Splinter says something, and he turns off the radio. Say he says like, "I love Michelangelo's show too on the radio, because you can turn it off." Yeah. Waka waka. This would be better if Splinter said waka waka. Actually, <laughs> if Splinter went full on Fozzie Bear, I would just I would love this show. If anything was full on Fozzie Bear, life would be better. I mean, Fozzie Bear is pretty full on Fozzie Bear, but other than that, uh, so that that's just how it ends abruptly with uh, Le- Splinter laughing at just, how much he hates Michelangelo. Yeah, just making fun of Michelangelo for having a hobby, which I mean, don't anyone get us wrong. That's we make fun of Sky for having this hobby. So <laughs> who's the we in that sentence? Mostly me. Okay, and uh, mostly when we're talking into this thing. I was gonna say you seem to enjoy being on a podcast every other moment of the day. <laughs> Yeah, but now we're on it. Yeah. It's my shtick. Don't ruin the illusion. 
I'm sorry. I will close the kimono. <laughs> yeah, his wiener's been out the whole time. <laughs> uh, so, Jake, what would you say is the most turtle-rific part? Ah, uh, jeez, this was not a very turtle-rific episode. No. I, w- I mean, it's obviously the use of the word jive. <laughs> That's a very turtle thing to do, right? Yeah, sure. Jive, they did use turtle. every single one of their catchphrases in this episode. Every single one. I mean, every single one from this show. Yeah. None of the good ones from the I, other there's, shows. There's like 15 of them, so. Do they I, say Kawabunga in this show at all? I, I don't recall. Don't believe they do. They had traded in for the jive. Or shelladelic. Or groovy. Shelladelic, shagadelic. Oh my god. <laughs> You're uh, right. Oh my goodness. So Who wrote Austin Powers? Was it Mike Myers? It was. I know it was. Maybe he has a pen name and he, he also is, wrote he this. He is whoever is writing this. What if they brought him into Script Doctor everything and he just was like, <laughs> Shelagelic, baby. You need more stupid catchphrases. Uh, that's why they're always asking Venus to shag. <laughs> it all falls into place. Last episode was the Mulan episode. This one's the Austin Powers episode. The one before that one was the Clockwork Orange episode. It's all coming together. If only we knew what it meant. <laughs> it's leading towards something. Something something that we're probably never going to find out because no. there's only one season of this. But we're we're still trying to find those pieces. I don't know. Do we do any other questions? I feel like I had more, but then it kind of fell off as they stopped being relevant. Yeah. You At first you were like, let's make this more positive because we're so negative about this shit show. And I was like, you go for it, buddy. Yeah. And uh, yours wasn't what was the most terrific one. It was a joke one that I made up. And you can't remember any of the real ones. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Uh, that means you're going to have to go back and listen to like the second or third episode. Nah. Yeah, no one wants I that. I listened to it like 15 times as I was editing it. And... Is that how many times you have to listen to these? Sometimes. That's awful. <laughs> I listened to it once after you've done all the work. <laughs> Giggle at the things I've said. And, and hate you for cutting jokes out that I thought were funny. But we're really racist. <laughs> yeah. Or just straight up inappropriate. Sometimes they're just really gross. Too far. We all know which one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that's this episode. The next episode is called Sewer Crash. Sewer Crash. We will have Alan Sells with us for that. So that'll be fun. Uh, he uh, is understandably hesitant about watching this stupid show. Like, just one episode? Or the whole thing. I think he's only watching this one episode. I mean, you don't have to watch anything else to understand what's going on. Yeah, also, there's a whole podcast where you don't have to watch this show. Yeah, but you have to listen to this podcast, and who wants to do that? (laughs) Us? And, like, 20 other people? Oh, yeah. Go them. Make it 22 people, and we can have a Patreon. (laughs) Stop hiccuping. You're ruining the audio. Uh, But, yeah, thank you very much for listening. You're Uh, welcome. (laughs) There's another one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you going to edit around your hiccups? I'm going to try. <laughs> or I'll just leave them in so that I can stay in. Then you don't have to edit out me talking about your hiccups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, that one's staying. They want to punch you in the face? Maybe. Oh, this guy's dead. Okay, I think they're gone. Uh, okay, good. Uh, thank, you very, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture on Twitter. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail dot... <clears throat> at popculturefailure at gmail dot com. You can follow me at Sandwich Sandwich Surplus. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. Sky's at Sandwich Surplus on Twitter, and I'm at Midwest Love Affair. Sky, I got five new uh, Twitter followers, and only two of them are spam ones. Ooh. Yeah. Go team. Yeah, all that bitching finally paid off. Uh-huh. So join us next time, or next week. We'll, we will have Alan Sells <laughs> with us. You may know him from uh, the 
Pokemon World Tour United Cool Kids Table or Hard Reboot Podcasts. I know him from you telling me he's going to be on our podcast. Yeah. He's an awesome I dude. only listen to Star Wars podcasts or Australian podcasts because <laughs> I'm pretentious. <laughs> That's true. Ugh, goddamn. <laughs> I haven't had the real hiccups in a very long time. <laughs> Fuck, it sucks. All right, I'm going to bed. Fuck this. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, bye. Ninja Turtles are on the scene. You mess with green and it's gonna get mean. Ninja Turtles are on the scene. You mess with green and it's gonna get mean. Yeah, I, I was kind of in and out. Oh, good. That'll make for a great episode. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> uh, Pop Culture Failure, Ninja Turtles, Next Mutation. Yep. I, 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 I mostly remembered. <laughs> uh, who is it? Slowpoke La- Rodriguez? Yeah, he's, he's Speedy Gonzalez's cousin. Yeah. I'm not going to do an impression of him because we'll lose our one Hispanic uh, listener. <laughs> Probably a good call. Furby. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I think he might be whiter than I am. I mean, that's sh- saying something. He sure is. <laughs>